Guys, have you heard of an awesome podcasting hosting app called Anchor? Yes, I said Anchor. Anchor is my secret weapon. I have been using Anchor for a very long time. Anchor is amazing. It has stats, analytics, data, dashboard, episodes, distribution, update settings, plays, estimated audience, unique listeners. The list goes on and on. Anchor is the best. Why throw your money away when Anchor is 100% free? Podcasting host available right now for download for you. Anchor is the number one, the one, the only choice, the free choice, the best choice. I've tried other hosts and Anchor is absolutely 100% the best. Anchor. Hey guys, hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Pink Cloud 9 podcast and video show uh, where we have a lot of fun hanging out here and uh, just being ourselves. So for those of you that don't know, Pink Cloud 9 is a recovery term, recovery for mental health and for addiction recovery, which I've been in for four years. So, you know, I've been sober for four years and I've been in meditation, medication, therapy, counseling, and, you know, all kinds of holistic, naturalist, all kinds of therapies for the last four years. So, you know, if you think I'm a little silly now, you should have seen me, you know, four years ago. Anyway, so uh, let's do a little promo before we get started so you can have an idea of what the show's about. seconds of my life. (laughs) It's like on and on. Okay, enough about me. Guys, today I have a very intelligent, very cool, very awesome, very amazing. I'm so excited to talk to author Douglas Rappaport with the novel The Reckoner, or Reckoner, just Reckoner. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I chopped the stuff up. Sometimes I chop my own name up, so don't be offended. So, uh, Doug, how's it going? Good. Ooh, really good. <laughs> Tell us about Reckoner. Sure. So, um, Reckoner came out a few weeks ago. Um, it's a novel. Um, it's about um, a guy, a young guy, teenager, who's in rehab. Um, he's an orphan. He's had a hard life. Mm. He's jumped around in foster homes, and uh, he, he pretty much hates people in general. He's just a bad, sort of has a bad attitude. He's in rehab, and... He's trying to, you know, get it right, and um, he meets another rehabber. Uh, his name is Miles, by the way, the protagonist. He meets another guy named Miles. Uh, sorry, meets another guy named Sawyer. Uh, Sawyer's around his age too. Um, also a bit broken, a bit lost. Um, but this guy's seriously bad dude. Like he's a he's a bad influence, um, and he sort of his he sort of charms Miles, and. Um, 
know, the end of the novel, they basically, uh, they leave rehab a little early, um, and they start committing crimes together. And the crimes just escalate uh, until um, someone is shot and killed, and um, mm-hmm. the book goes on from there. And, uh, oh. So it's um, pretty intense, pretty intense book. Um, and I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty proud of it. I'm ready to share it with the world. Awesome. Awesome. So before we get further into the story of rehab and whatnot, let's sure. talk about like the outside part. Uh, what genre is it under? Can we find it? So it's young adult slash new adult, okay. um, slash literary fiction. I guess it's in a couple of different categories. Um, I, I made it young adult, new adult because of the ages of the of the protagonists. Right. right. Um, but there's, um, you know, it's for all ages really. I mean, older people, I think, um, and especially people who've been in rehab will mm-hmm. will be interested in the book. I think. Absolutely. Not that you have to run into rehab to to like it, but I think that's a special, unique thing about it. Yeah. No, it's great. It's great to you know reach out to the generation, you know that's younger than I am. So that's good, you know. They they need guidance and help and advice and you know stories of what not to do type of thing sometimes, right? The the right, y, sure. the YA. Cool. So how many pages long is it? Like um I think it's 368. Cool. If I cool. Correctly. Perfect. Um yeah. Because, um, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> no, you go ahead. It's your interview. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say it's in it's in paperback, hardcover, and also ebook. And maybe in the future, I might, might do an audio version of it. That's the new thing. That's what that's what all, all the authors are doing, getting it on audio, yeah. having it narrated. And, uh, yeah, I did apparent- my, uh, with my last book, I did an audio version, and it was really... Mm-hmm. It came out really well. Perfect, perfect. No, I was going to say, I'm so glad that it's under 500 pages, to be honest, because <laughs> um, I say this every time, but, you know, you might have not have heard this, so I'm going to say it again, and other people that are listening, new new people. I'm dyslexic, and I have ADHD. <laughs> so any book that's over 500 pages really makes me very like overwhelmed and uncomfortable. I'm just like, oh my god! Even though I love Stephen uh, King, I can only take a little tiny bit at a time, a tiny bit, you know. So cool deal. All right, so let's talk about uh, the rehab, the story, recovery. Let's talk about anything that has to do with that. That's like that's you know the reason why I am happy, successful, joyous, and free today is because I've had four years of recovery under my belt. So let's talk about rehab. I didn't get to go to rehab because I just kind of sweated out on my own for a while. Um, Yeah, yeah. It was too expensive for me, you know? But um, yeah, especially if you don't have insurance or insurance doesn't cover all of it, or I was fortunate in that respect. So you do have experience, personal experience in rehab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I was in uh, I was in rehab back in 2014, I believe. 
Um, uh-huh. What happened was, to make a long story short, um, long time ago, um, I was prescribed um, tranquilizers, benzos, mm-hmm. um, for anxiety for anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, and benzos are really a short-term palliative. They're not, it's not for long-term use. But I didn't know that, and doctors put me on it. Um, and it seemed to work well, and I had bad insomnia, of course, and it helped with my insomnia as well. And I was on it for years, and each new doctor I went to, they wrote me another prescription for it, and nobody ever said, um, this is a short-term thing, we shouldn't have you on this long-term. And just doctor after doctor kept prescribing it, and um, a long time, like years later, um, I just sort of crashed, and insomnia got to the point where I wasn't sleeping for days on end, and I was hallucinating, and it was just really rough, and... Um, I uh, finally had to go into detox um, uh, because my my uh, my central nervous system basically flipped upside down because of it. Okay. Um, so I was a mess, um, and um, so I went into rehab for it. And as a as a little, um, I mean, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a social worker, or anything like that. But for people who are taking benzos, be very very careful because I wouldn't want anybody else to live through what I went through. Um, in any event, regarding the book, um, when I was there, I met a lot of interesting people, of course, and people like me who were having a rough time. And um, uh, I, I felt like there was a story to tell, and I met these really interesting characters. And I mean, the novel is fiction. It's not about anybody that I met there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just sort of inspired me. It was a creative place for me to be and, and sort of to be inspired as a writer. And I started sort of... Um, handwriting um, the novel back then um, of course none of that ever made the light of day because it was terrible with you know what first started writing mm-hmm. when I was in rehab mm-hmm. um, so and it didn't take me all of the six years to, to write it I took a bit of a break and started mm-hmm. over and all that but um, it was just a story that I felt like I had to tell characters that it was just screaming for me to write about um, and um, so that's how how it got how the idea came to me and how the, the, you know, it's now the book reckoner. Cool. I love it. That's amazing. Um, you know, recovery is recovery and sobriety are two different things. Okay. So sobriety is just like being dry and not taking in any, you know, mind altering substance, but then recovery is like the whole lifestyle of like embracing, the, recovery friends the recovery meetings or whatever because I need those I need to read the literature and stuff like that so otherwise but yeah um so I'm I'm on medication for like bipolar and PTSD mild and anxiety and things like that but it they're not narcotic all of them so like Abilify is non-narcotic uh Prozac so these are the things I'm on Abilify, Prozac. You are or you are? Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, I'm on Abilify. I'm on Prozac. I'm on Wellbutrin because I'm trying to quit smoking Uh cigarettes. (laughs) And it's Uh supposed to help with ADHD, supposedly. I don't know. Uh I am a little bit more calm than I used to be, but I'm still a little hyped up. Uh And then the other one that I take is, uh, it's called... um, Buspar or Buspirin, something like that, for anxiety or whatever. 
And yeah, so sure. I take four, but they're all non-narcotic. So, cause the last yeah, yeah. thing I need I to do, the last thing I need to do is get addicted to my mental uh, medication. That's just, you know, not. No, you won't get addicted to those. Those are safe. Right. And you're not taking any benzos like Conopin yeah. or, or Xanax or anything. Those are the, right. those are the ones that I was taking Conopin, yeah. mainly Conopin, which is really, um, of the benzos I've heard is the, one of the worst ones to get off of. Right. So how long did you use for before you went into rehab? I'm sorry, how long what? How long did you use for, like, from the moment you got prescribed to the moment you went into rehab? Like, how long was well, that time? I was for a good 20 years. I see. Um, I see. So when I went to get off of it, the um, doctor said, like, oh, you have to go into detox. Like, your body's not, it's not the kind of thing where I can sort of go down and go off of it on my own. It was, it was a whole chemical uh, situation where um, I had to get detoxed. And it was so bad that I actually was detoxed twice. Okay. Uh, in a short amount of time because the first detox didn't, I guess, didn't work or they didn't use the right drug to detox me with, so they had to switch the drugs they were detoxing me with, and it was just a whole big mess. Wow. That's that's intense. That's intense. Okay, cool. Yeah, intense. So um, let us know a few things that you want uh, the viewers and listeners to know um, 100% by the end of this interview. Sure. So I guess um, sense of what the book is about, which I, I just uh, says, um, it's called Reckoner. Um, and I guess all, all the characters in the book are Reckoners of some, in some way or another. Um, obviously, especially the protagonist. Um, and, um, and how I wrote it, I, I got into too about, you know, being and rehab and stuff like that so that's something I think that's important because I wouldn't have I wouldn't have dared to write about being in rehab if I hadn't lived it in myself it's not the kind of thing you can just research and go oh well, I was in rehab blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean you know when you read my book that this guy was there and lived it and yeah. um, you know as they say you write what you know and mm-hmm. that was something I didn't want to fake so wow. um, that's as real as it could get how much time did you spend in rehab um, the detox and everything else, uh, I was there for a couple of months. Wow. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, I didn't want to go to rehab. I was like, no, you know, don't, sure. uh, I said no, 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 because I was scared because I, it's like, uh, it's like a, a fancy jail, you know, they tell you when to go yeah. to sleep, they tell you when to do this, but tell us the good part, the good parts about rehab. Cause there's a lot of listeners here that are in recovery and some of them need to go to rehab, even though they don't want to. And I didn't have to because I just quit cold turkey. But that was my story. If I would have had to go to rehab, like for heroin or something, I would have. But my thing yeah. was only alcohol at that moment. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I certainly wouldn't recommend like detoxing off of like, uh, especially um, medications mm-hmm. and hard drugs. Um, yourself um i mean i know it's rough i know rehab is expensive i know some insurances don't cover it i mean some guys in there were telling me that in order for their insurance to cover that they had to get screwed up they had to get effed up excuse my language (laughs) in the parking lot outside of rehab before they came in so that the insurance would cover it so that they went in effed up um that way the insurance would cover it so they might have been doing well but it's like they had to 
they had to get screwed up in the car in the parking lot just as they were coming in in order for the insurance to cover it, which I thought was pretty ridiculous. Uh, that they, I mean, I feel bad that they had to do that, but it's, I think it's ridiculous in terms of the insurance companies that um, it has to be like that in certain cases. Yeah. Um, but it was a good experience. I mean, I think you, you do a lot of soul searching, and mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously there's no TV, there's no books except for the, for the big book, of course, the uh, AA. <laughs> In a book, um, which everybody reads, but you're not allowed to, you know, be in there reading Stephen King or anything like that. You know, um, they have to approve everything, and mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's not really like a jail, I guess. It's not. Um, it's more. Reg- it's just regimented, and you have a schedule every day. And you wake up early, you have breakfast, and place that line have really good food, um, good. and you have things scheduled out throughout the day. You have meditation and yoga classes, and then you have your AA meetings. Yay. Any meetings, um, stuff like that, and uh, the time sort of flies by. And I was at a place that was super nice, like it was really, like beautiful, like the outside scenery it was like there was a bay, and, um, it was just really gorgeous. Um, so it's almost like a resort, but it was not, you know. Mm. Once you went inside, it was not a resort, but outside it was like, oh my god, this is like a, you know, it was like a vacation kind of mm-hmm. kind of situation. But once you, but it wasn't a, it's not a vacation, obviously, but. Um, it helps to have, you know, beautiful scenery around, you know, get in touch with nature and stuff like that. Perfect. See, you just described a wonderful, you know, experience to go through. If you are suffering with any type of uh, addiction, even if it's shopping addiction, um, eating addiction, uh, get help. Get help now before it gets, like, out of control. Please do yes. so. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. Thank you so much. It has been a sure. pleasure to meet with you, uh, everybody. Author Douglas Rappaport with The Reckoner. Or is... uh, just Reckoner. <laughs> so, and I know it if is. You're, if you're interested in the book, the, um, you can go to Amazon and search for Reckoner by Douglas Rappaport. I also made a bit.ly link that people can use. It's a little bit shorter. So they, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. So if you go to bit.ly slash Reckoner book, um, that'll get you to the Amazon uh, page as well. Perfect. And I put a link to uh, Reckoner down in the description of this video. So they'll be able to click oh. it and Amazon, you know, directly to oh, it okay. as well. Okay. So there's that option too. So uh-huh. wonderful. Thank you so much. You have been a pleasure. You. You're amazing. You're Thank you for writing this. Uh, the recovery community needs it. I need it. You know, in, in reading it over and over is always a good thing and give it to your friends buy it for your family member you know give it give it gifts and you know go to Amazon Reckoner by author Douglas Rappaport thank you so much for being here everybody have a lovely rest of the day no cyberbullying no being mean be nice to each other but also to yourself self love self care and uh, donate time and money if you can, but definitely volunteer with children's causes and elderly causes. They need love too. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.